Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Welcome to the Humanity X Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm Frank. I'm still, Corey? Still? Still? You seem more affirmed to that at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a catchphrase now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just now getting there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 30 it's, plus yeah, episodes 30 in, plus he finally episodes. decides it's a catchphrase. Yeah. Episode 36, something something having to do with Nintendo. I think we're on 37. Oh, yeah, I just... <laughs> yeah, because... Well... 36 was Cars. Yeah, I haven't edited that one yet. What was the last one we put up? Classic Action? No. Uh, the Arrowverse. Forgetful or... the Eighth Dwarf? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it got named. <laughs> About the Arrowverse. It's on our Facebook page. The episode? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing pretty well. But in the news, I'm going to jump right into it. Samuel L. Jackson's getting a TV show on Disney+. Plus. Nick Fury and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but again, they don't know how much he's actually going to be involved in it. Everyone and their brother has a Marvel series coming out now. You know, every, every day there's a new rumor of something. I'm just saying... Disney Plus isn't held back by the petty restrictions of cable FCC guidelines. So we better hear Michael Jackson say motherfucker. Michael Jackson? I would, I would, that'd be tough for Michael Jackson to do yeah, it. Yeah. We have a Ouija board down here probably somewhere. I am not having a good night. This is going to be an interesting episode. Well, yeah, because you and Corey are pretty much going to be carrying this one. Because yeah. it's going to be something that, again, like the cars that I really never... Was involved in, yeah, so... Well, that's not true. You play Pokemon. Pokemon's a Nintendo. Eh, true. Never got into cars, huh? Well, I get into cars, but I... <laughs> got here in one. Got here in one. Get oh, oh, oh. that motherfucking Spider-Man! <laughs> uh, Marvel News Part 2. Hasbro is launching a Marvel Legends figures set. And I thought these were pretty cool, so I wanted to share them with you. Oh, it's like Steve Ditko Retro. Drawings. Yeah. Yeah. So each one will feature a classic comic book cover um, incorporated into the action figure's backer card, as well as the classic-looking action figure themselves. Black Panther. Yep. Black Panther is in Wave 1. As well as Captain. Flip back to Captain America. When Captain America throws his uh, mighty shield. Might be a John Byrne drawing, but I'm not 100% sure. It's got that look, but he's probably been heavily inked by someone. <clears throat> Invincible Iron Man and the Uncanny X-Men. So Cyclops. With his underwear on the outside. He's wearing briefs in the picture, but he's wearing boxers in the action mm. figure. I call malarkey. 
And finally, the amazing Spooderman. Spidermon. Speaking of uh, Spider-Man action figures, I got Iron Spider from Ollie's today. Oh, that's exciting. Cool. Yeah. So, the Spider-Man one looks pretty good. I mean, it's hard to mess up classic Spider-Man, so... I assume a pop is what you're talking about? No, no, oh, no. Okay. It was a, a action figure from Endgame. Oh, it's series. not one of those? No. I don't no, have the Iron Spider. Huh. There's more there. There's one that smells like uh, Old Spice aftershave. If you want that one, <laughs> I need. Is it? In the, I, I assume that's not part of the toy. <laughs> is it in that style packaging? It is now with the Iron Man. I don't see where you're pointing. All the way up on the wall. Oh, uh, this one? Yeah. No. No, it's bigger. Yeah. Okay. There is also Black Panther. I forget what else. Are they the big plasticky ones? That like their points of articulation are their arms? No, no, they have multiple points of articulation. Okay. They're about. I've got quite a few of those big plasticky ones in my garage. Probably They've probably been eaten by figure. mice at this point, but. Probably a six <clears throat> inch figure. Okay, hmm. I'll have to go look at it. Um, yeah, there was a mishap with a bottle of. Uh, Old Spice Hawk Ridge aftershave and being held upside down while I pulled the Spider-Man off of the... <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Old Spice, the official sponsor of Corey's Armpits. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I still kind of smell like it because it was all over my hands, too. Yes. And the third piece of interesting Marvel news... <coughs> is they're doing another Fortnite crossover. We talked about Fortnite a few weeks ago when they were getting into all kinds of trouble with um, iOS and Android and all them other... Direct sales. Yep. But it looks like it's not affecting them because they're moving forward with their second major Marvel crossover. And in this crossover, uh, we are getting... I don't remember who the skins are if I'm being honest. But I know that we're getting Thor. I know that we're getting Miss Marvel. I know we're getting Iron Man. And the last time they did this was for Endgame or... They did Deadpool, Captain America. Um, I forget what else. But I know those two are in the game. Yeah. I The last big one they did was for the... Those were Marvel specific. Like, mm -hmm. specific franchises. When they did Avengers, it was huge. Because Thanos was one of the skins then. Oh, nice. And now this is going to be another one. Hopefully, from the picture we got there, White Tiger would be a very cool skin that hardly anybody would know who it was. Well, that's an Avengers cover. It's not the... It's not the Fortnite. Well, the Fortnite um, skins are being based off the events happening in the new Avengers comics. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not going to be based... It's the first one not based off the MCU. Gotcha. So, it's exciting. Uh, still speaking of comics... I like that comic. That one? <laughs> yeah. Vixen has a new look for the new DC Universe. Not particularly heads or tails on it, but... Yeah. No, there's lots of tails on it. Holy cow. <laughs> Vixen got some junk in the trunk. 
figured Frank would have more of an opinion about it than I would. I don't particularly like it. Yeah, it seems kind of... It's the, you know, equivalent of how many pockets and buckles and stuff you can put on a character, but... Listen, Gambit was awesome. <laughs> he wore a trench coat. <laughs> but no, it's just, eh, you know, I don't know if maybe they're, you know, supposed to represent animals or something, the markings and stuff. Well, I mean, <clears throat> there's a bird, a clear hawk, right here. <laughs> there is a bird design on her bird design. <laughs> And then if you look carefully, you can see an elephant on her chest. And then you've got kind of like bangle stripes. I don't really don't Feathers. know what the arms are, yeah. I mean, it's it's okay, but I just kind of like the other outfits. They're just more sleeker without all the different, you know, what was color it, like interruptions. Before? Yeah. I didn't like, I don't like the yellow. The yellow is what turns me off to it. Well, they have another character, Bumblebee, who... Wears a costume very similar to that. Right. Just, you know, with wings. And goggles. And isn't the new tigress more yellow than orange? That's more than I can tell you. Leopardess? I don't remember. Cheetah? Cheetara? Yeah. Cheetara. <laughs> I don't know. And... More warfare is going on based on the new Avengers game. Uh, Spider-Man is going to be exclusive to the PS4, PS5 version of... Yeah, Sony property. Right. It's driving people crazy. So... Xbox said, well, we really don't care whether you guys buy this game or not. We're not developing it. We have nothing to do with it. Do what you want. Oh, by the way... Here's how it runs on our system. Blah, and then they dropped all this information on there. And even though the PS5 version has Spider-Man, the Xbox One Series X version is going to run at twice the capacity that the PS5 version is. And when you buy it for any Microsoft system now, you get it for all the Microsoft systems. Uh-huh. So... Uh, yeah, but Spider-Man... You've got... Well, again, people are angry because this isn't just something small. Like, with... Well, no, it's the greatest character ever created. You're going to miss entire swaths of story without having Spider-Man in there. Because you know they're going to give Spider-Man some kind of sub-storyline inside the PlayStation 5 version. So, oh, yeah. Plus, his gameplay ability, just the ability to climb walls and web-sling, is going to give him an advantage on the platforming areas. That you're not going to have otherwise. Right. And Xbox, Microsoft, or sorry, not Microsoft, uh, Marvel has announced that there is no exclusive character for the Xbox. At this point, people are actually asking for us to get Miles Morales on the Xbox. Hmm. <clears throat> Even if we don't get Peter Parker. Yeah, because what does Sony own of the Spider-Man character? Just the Peter Parker Spider-Man? They probably own the rights to the characters and the... They own the character... They own Spider-Man and the stories related to Spider-Man. So, all the... So, no, all the Spider-Verse. That's why Sony, the Venom was done by Sony. And that's like um, when 20th Century Fox had Fantastic Four. They had the rights to the characters, I believe, up until issue 50. 
So anything from issue 51 to 50 was considered their property. Right. So. Hmm. They could still be Spider-Woman. She's an Avenger. And not related to Spider-Man at all. Then they'd probably have a lawsuit because they'd say it was Spider and you're confusing the people. And The way... I don't know the total legality of how it works, but basically Microsoft or Marvel says, okay, here's the pamphlet or the portfolio of this character, and then you get the branch off that character. So this is what you're buying the rights to. When they were debate when Sony and Micro, uh, Marvel, I keep on saying Microsoft, I'm not having a good night. When <laughs> Sony and Marvel were going back and forth about how they were going to bring Spider-Man back into the MCU... One of the agreements was, well, Spider-Man is exclusive to Sony video game systems now. There's no character equivalent that's not a Spider-Burst character. While Spider-Woman is included in the Spider-Verse, she's not a Spider-Man character. She's an Avengers character. She was an, introduced through them. She was a double agent for Hydra at first. Right. Why don't they just introduce Night Monkey? Night Monkey. Save us, Night Monkey! I don't know. It's it's unfortunate, but um, you will now... Miles Morales is going to be in the the Spider-Man exclusive game coming for the PS4 and PS5, which you talked about a couple weeks ago. Right. They've now expanded onto that, where the two Spider-Man that you can play as will cross storylines well hopefully that doesn't mean Peter gets killed eh, would it be the first time <laughs> no he'll probably not better. the last he gets better yes yeah probably not the last <laughs> but didn't they make She-Hulk immortal now the immortal She-Hulk yes yeah so she never really died she just kept getting better but well Hulk can't die right no you can even kill Banner and he just wakes up as the Hulk mm-hmm uh. Interesting. They had uh, one of the storylines in Immortal Hulk. Uh, Betty Ross, or Betsy, Betty, Betty, Betsy, 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 Betty, Ross. Betty, Ross. Betty, okay. Betsy Ross made a flag. Right. That's why I'm I confuse the two. Don't take anything I say tonight as canon. <laughs> Just don't. But she's the uh, harpy. Now, she used to be a red She-Hulk. Now, she's Harpy. But he Banner needed her to transport him somewhere without being seen. So, he asked her to fold him up real small. And she just grabs him by the top of the head, twists his neck, and crushes him like a aluminum can. <laughs> That's precious. <laughs> <sighs> And then he just wakes up. Yeah. Well, nighttime falls and he turns into the Hulk. Next morning he's Banner again and all better. Wow. I think there was a shark someone jumped over at this point. That's really bizarre. Immortal Hulk is more of a horror comic than it is superhero. Hmm. He's had his face eaten off with acid from... Uh, abomination. Some guy wears the abomination skin as like a mech suit. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Is that on your pull list? No. No? No. 
Okay. Um, other DC news, uh, Supergirl is canceled. So we're, a couple weeks ago we were wondering whether Arrow Girl was going to be finally canceled given everything that's going on with COVID-19 season. Six will be the last season of Supergirl. But in other news, the actress had a baby. Mm-hmm. And the baby daddy is Manel. Aww. Well, that's going to piss Brainiac 5 off. <laughs> yeah. They got married in real life after meeting on the set of Supergirl. And then they had a baby. But will she have superpowers? That That's the real question here. I don't know. Who's Monel? Is he a Kryptonian? No, he's a Daxamite. Oh. Basically the same thing, only they don't have the yellow sun. They have superpowers no, they have, everywhere. Yeah, that's right, that's right, yellow, yellow sun. sun. That's they right. just can't fly. They don't have the power of flight. Yeah, they do. They can jump really high. Well, in the comics, they do. Oh, in but, the book, or in the show. The original comic, Superman couldn't fly. He could just jump really high. Yeah. So maybe he just didn't learn how to fly yet. Yeah. Um. Well, I got another weird Marvel rumor. Oh. For Spider-Man 3, they may be introducing the real MJ. Oh. Mary Jane Watson. Yep. So the MJ that we have now isn't the MJ that they're going to keep? No, her name is Michelle. But you found out in the the end of the first one, everyone calls her MJ. MJ. And then you go, oh! But the rumor I heard was that they're actually going to introduce a Mary Jane Watson. Fakes it, Tiger. He just hit the jackpot. Yeah. I hope, if they do, I hope she says that line. Well, I would think they would, but then again... Yeah. You know, how long did it take to hear Avengers Assemble? Yeah. And you barely heard it because they they low-played it, and the audience was cheering before that, so you barely heard Cap say it in the theater. So... But anyhow, yeah, that's it's amazing another... how you can cheer at those movies. Yep. Can't do it's that. an odd thing anymore. Well, I can't even go to them, but <laughs> I remember first going to the movies where some, like people cheered during the movie. They clapped at the end. Yeah. You know, there was, and it's a, it's more of a rare thing now. Well, I only go to the movies when there's like four other people in the theater. Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> that, that could be the reason I don't hear it anymore. Well, I forget what movie it was that I was the only person in the theater. Some There were two other people, and after about half an hour, they left. I think it was one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Well, when you don't it pull was... your pants up right away, they tend to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a Tuesday matinee, too, you know, and it was towards the end of the run, so... <sighs> yeah. See, he got the Lord of the Rings in there just before I could get the skin flick comment mm-hmm. in there. <laughs> uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Yep. So that's big news. It's going to be a pile of urine and Sony. They Sony's. own TikTok now, too, huh? Walmart owns TikTok. Oh. Yeah. That's wonderful. Walmart bought TikTok. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Microsoft owns Bethesda. Um, good things will happen. Because they're basically going to leave Bethesda alone. All they want them for is to put them on Game Pass, which I've talked about with you guys a couple times. Yeah. And uh, now they own the rights to Fallout and Elder Scrolls, Doom. I like the prequels to those. 
Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Junior Scrolls. <sighs> Doom Girl. <laughs> That's who you lost your virginity to, wasn't it? Doom Girl. Yeah. I should kill me if she heard me call her that. <laughs> But that's all so I'm... what you're saying is she listens to this podcast. She might. I never know. How do made-up people listen to podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> the same way I lose my virginity to them. <laughs> First, you spent, send $500 yeah. plus shipping costs to a robotics company in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Make a throwaway email address. Domo arigato. <laughs> And then you get a package in the mail. And when you unwrap that package... Some assembly can... required. No, I don't use my real name. <laughs> it's my made-up email address. <laughs> and I pick it up at the... Uh, the uh, stopping post or postal whatever. Go, going postal? Yeah, going postal. <laughs> Have it delivered there. Listen, we don't know why, but this box in the back room just keeps saying, yeah. It's not like you're going to be like, when are you going to open me, Jack? <laughs> Dirk Diggler. That's when they're just, things are just going to get awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like they aren't now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the joke that won't end. Um, Corey, in front of you, you'll see three series of boxes. If you want to grab three one of, series of boxes, I'd recommend well, we'll, one of these we'll two boxes. The We've got just choose one set, and we'll run with that tonight. Pinmate Justice League, not to be <clears throat> confused with Playmate Justice League. One of those boxes—they hey, got an Fye sale sticker on them. One of these boxes... Is not like the other? Yes, one of these boxes is not like the others. You'll find little puncture holes in it where Ringo tried to take it from me. <laughs> That'd be this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right in the center of Flash's head. All right. <laughs> so, Collect them all. He's right behind you. Yeah, so you'll notice the options are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash... Aqualad and Cyborg. Yes, I said Aqualad on purpose. Uh, and then there's a mystery one. No Martian Manhunter. Naturally. Know. That could be the mystery Maybe one. Maybe he's the mystery one. I'm going to guess it's Hawk Girl is the mystery one, but... Oh, um, <laughs> there is news. The Zack Snyder cut, he's currently trying to get Ryan Reynolds to come and do a cameo as Green Lantern. Yes, uh, I did see that. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Except Ryan Reynolds is dead. Yeah, he's gonna have, to have Deadpool, Deadpool do yeah, a Green Deadpool Lantern. Deadpool do a cameo of Ryan Reynolds doing Green Lantern. That's right. Do you know what the uh, seventy-seven cent price point at FYE means? Clearance. Yep. These things were about two weeks away from being marked down to a penny and thrown out. Um. So I think I got the Chase one. Because I have no idea who it is. Well, there are letters there. A-P-T-M? He's dressed in a very casual outfit. Yeah, why couldn't it have just been Batman? That would have been easier. <laughs> I think, think it says so. Captain. It, 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 Captain Boomerang. Is that a boomerang in his pocket? Or is it just, it is. It is Captain Boomerang. <laughs> wow. 
They put a lot of glue on these. Yeah, how'd you get yours open so quick? <laughs> um, I have the razor sharp talons of a wolverine. Ah. <laughs> now these you can't feel them and tell them what they're going to be. Yeah, it's like the box is the indication of that. Uh, she's not on there either. No, and she's pretty scantily dressed. She looks like someone Captain Kirk would bang. I'm going to say from the headpiece, it might be Entran Enchantress from Suicide Squad. Because that looks kind of like a mystic headpiece. Yeah, yep. So we ended up with Suicide, <laughs> suicide Squad ones in the Justice League box. But she's basically wearing a chainmail bikini, too. I'd and say I got Wonder Woman. I'd say Red Sonia, but uh, she's not DC related no, I think at the that's, moment. I believe that's Enchantress. <clears throat> Wooden figures. Then <laughs> you have no idea who they are. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's easy. It's Wonder Woman. Holy I've shit. heard that about her. <laughs> You're gonna have Nate all up in arms. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen. Hey, look! Look at the feet. Number five, Suicide Squad. Number three, Suicide Squad. <laughs> well, that helps. Yeah, I'm gonna say it definitely is the Enchantress then. Mine says number fourteen, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Superman and Bizarro. <laughs> Apparently, these things are pretty popular. They're exactly like that old like play school. That's yeah. You, yeah. You, that is kind of the impression, yeah. There's a whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of references online and everything, but... Huh. Hey, here we go. Fifth bang pow. That's it. That's what mine says on the bottom. Pinmates. Come on, load faster. I'm loading Bring as me. fast as I can, Jim. <laughs> Bring me Bill Gates. Or just the head of Bill Gates. <clears throat> there's over 90 of them. <laughs> and you get the impression there's seven of them in one chase figure. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's apparently Marvel ones, too. Hmm. So this is a rabbit hole that I don't want to go down, so I'm just going to go ahead and casually hey, close I see Venom. this window and pretend I never saw any of that. So <laughs> I got Captain Boomerang. Yay! What, Frank, what pops did you get? Let's change it, the subject. It looks like the enchant. Oh, oh, pops. Oh, okay. One rabbit hole to another. Yep. Yeah. This one doesn't cost me money. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, a sampling of what I got today. I brought some of the different ones. It's a Lord of the Rings one. This is Gandalf Ungwe here. One of the pop rides. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> For those of you who don't know, uh, Gwei here is an eagle. Yes. That he could have called at the very, very beginning. beginning of the series. Yes, saved a lot of trouble. But the bird becomes tired. You gotta yeah, fly there and back anyhow. Yeah, really. And he can eat the hobbit afterwards. Yeah. So I got the 40th Empire Strike Back, 40th Anniversary, Luke on a Tauntaun. Oh, that's cool. Do they smell bad on the outside? 
I don't know because they have the Han Solo with a Tauntaun and the Tauntaun's lying down and I think he has a blade out, so... <laughs> Is that the Chase one? The Han Solo one? Yeah. No, that's, no. There's, a, there's a Solo one, too. <clears throat> there's a lot of 40th anniversary Empire Strike Backs pops out. Hmm. Hey, I got a shiny neater in. And you didn't E? Yeah. I said hey. Oh, well, that's close enough, I yeah. guess. Sort of a vowel. But guess what happens when uh, the uh, Crown Tundra comes out? He goes, right the sword and shield. <laughs> All right, we have the... I believe this is the fall convention. I thought this was Walgreens, though. The Captain Marvel. The original Marvel. Marvel 80 years. Oh, what happened to the top of it? It looks like someone must have put some marker on it. Huh. Crossed something off, but... Yeah, there's some uh, slick Mortys at all these that the boxes are just crushed. So I won't go anywhere near We them. have Winry Rock Bell from Full Metal Alchemist. Ooh. Oh, I like Winry. Yeah, so we're playing what's in the bag this week instead of what's in the box because it was easier to carry this stuff in a bag. So, just, uh, for those of you playing at home... We're gonna put these guys away. And I did manage to post the two weeks ago pops, so I'm getting better at doing that. For those of you who can't see through the radio <laughs> or whatever mode you're using for this, uh, we have I Frank can from a, <clears throat> it's not radio. Frank from a day before he realized that radios were part of your cell phone. <laughs> uh, yes, or whatever. Um, this one I got because of you. Glory. Oh, what I do. Uh, remember a while ago when you gave us all pops? I did, yes. What I, pop did you get me? I gave you Norm Peterson. As soon as I saw this one, I had to get it. <laughs> Cliff Clavin. Cliff Clavin. <laughs> <laughs> so, got Norm and Cliff. It's funny that Norm Peterson sent Tammy on a spiral search to try to find her own Norm. <laughs> she has yet to find one. She has that been was the only one I've ever seen. Wow. We've got a few Doctor Who ones here this week. We have the 13th Doctor with goggles. I wasn't going to get that, but then I decided to. Wait, the 13th Doctor's a female? Yes. There's going to be internet outrage. There was. <laughs> That's okay. They're rewriting Doctor Who history, too, because apparently somewhere along the line... Um, I can't think of what the name was of the... Oh, poor Cliff, his box got yeah. beat up. But, uh, we also got the War Doctor. He was between Doctors 8 and 9. Fought in the Time War. That was a retcon, more or less. We have the Super Scroll. I saw nice. that myself recently and thought that was pretty cool looking. I think it's that comic swap. We have the Reconnaissance Dalek. Daleks are always cool. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. And we have Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, little Chewie. Yeah. That's an early Star Wars one, too. Yep, that's part of the very first Star Wars wave. That was before it was Pop Star Wars. That's the original Pop. And then the last two are kind of a set that I saw them and couldn't resist. <clears throat> We have Namor and the original Human Torch. 
from the Marvel 80 years. Well, the torch. Original human torch. The android torch. torch. Yeah, but he was called the torch. He wasn't called the human torch. That yeah. was for Johnny. Yeah. They called him human torch. Just a sampling of what I got this week. There's plenty more at home, unfortunately. <laughs> it's very cool, though. I like it. Yeah. He doesn't have eyes, man. Game over. Game over. Well, on that note, we'll be right back after these live messages. Yay, commercials! Buy stuff. Remember, buy stuff. Welcome yeah. back to Humana Hex Podcast. I just watched a puny human get eaten by a symbiote. It was very educational. Yeah, I uh, learned a lot about mm -hmm. symbiote anatomy. Oh, and uh, <laughs> the Venom Beyond series. You learn a lot about symbiote anatomy. Okay, what is the anatomy of a symbiote? Well, basically they're goo. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Aren't we all? But uh, in the alternate future reality, it's Eddie Brock's son rules the planet because he can control all symbiotes. So this week we're talking about the history of Nintendo, which I'm sure will devolve into Corey talking about Peach's panties by the end of it. But, uh, I joke's this? on you. She didn't wear panties. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> Nintendo has a huge history. It was not the clean, tidy organization that it is now. Um, not the corporate juggernaut <laughs> we know and love today. Well, fear. it's always been a corporation. Nintendo was founded in 1889. It originally made Hanafuda cards. Gesundheit. If you've never seen a Hanafuda card, they're original artwork kind of things. Mm. They're not like poker or anything. I actually have a set of Nintendo Hanafuda cards. Okay. And they they played a game? Yes. So they weren't into electronics back then. It's not like Washington controlling all the airfields in the Revolutionary War. Original Hanafuda cards were watercolors on rice paper. And there's an actual game... That seems very flimsy. Yes. There was an actual game involved in them. And I just threw some of them all over the place. But the artwork on them is very unique. Oh, wow. I got two that fell here. <laughs> I think that's it. <clears throat> So, these are not the original Hanafuda cards? No, I assume none of them yeah, featured Donkey Kong. There's also ones with Yoshi and Marsh, uh, Mario on them. That's Mario. That's Wario. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Some sort of... Oh, what is that guy? Uh, oh, I can't remember his name now. Yeah. There's Peach There's and a pair Paracoopa. Yep. <clears throat> There's Yoshi. There's Mario. Oh, how could I have mistaken them for different ones? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so if you look, some of them, the artwork almost continues from one card to another. Oh, okay, yeah. And the cards themselves have elements. Some of them have cactuses. Um, some of them have blooming flowers, which represent spring. Some of them have dying flowers, which represent fall. <clears throat> Falling leaves? Mm-hmm. 
So, this is what Nintendo originally based their company on. They had multiple lines of these cards, and uh, Japan being still newly modernized, still prominently featured its imperialism in the late 1800s. So, <clears throat> that's where the artwork is a callback to that imperialism. Nintendo also owned brothels. Corey's ears just perked up. Yeah. <laughs> Among other things. So, Nintendo commonly you made sex homes. <laughs> that explains Yoshi's pose there. Otherwise known as love hotels. <clears throat> so, some other ventures that they got into, they made a vacuum cleaner called the Chiatori. They made... Um, that doubled as a sex toy? No. Oh. The Chiatori actually has made other references farther along in the time frame. It was actually uh, featured in one of the WarioWare minigames. Huh. The Chiatori vacuum cleaner. <clears throat> um, that was in the 60s. They were a food company in this time frame. They did instant rice and instant noodles. Uh, the company has had all kinds of ups and downs, but based on their Hanafuda cards, in the late 50s, early 60s, they struck a deal with Disney, making Disney-themed Hanafuda cards. Oh, okay. You sell for exorbitant amounts of money now. <clears throat> so, Nintendo's big thing, the reason that they stuck out with the Hanafuda cards going into the future, was because they started making them out of plastic instead of out of the rice paper. So the cards were more durable and able to last significantly longer against, well, the purge of time, really. Right. <clears throat> yeah, rice paper isn't known for its longevity. No. <clears throat> so in the late 60s, early 70s, Nintendo changed over to a toy company. So they had all these different ventures. They were a taxi company. They owned sex hotels. They did Hanafuda cards. They were into food. They were partnering with all these things. They That's one-stop shopping. Yeah. I wouldn't need to leave. They literally... <laughs> a lot of their former ventures splintered off and became shell companies of, them, of their own. So <clears throat> if you dig far enough, I'm sure that you can find sex hotels in Japan that are originally listed back to if you dug hard enough. I've never dug that hard. I'm sure there are websites that do all the work for you. But at this point uh, Bandai and Tommy were already um, toy companies over in Japan. Right. And Tommy is, and Bandai have both made Pokemon and Mario toys at this point. Tommy, Pokemon toys are the most valuable ones that, are, that still exist. <clears throat> they were the original castings for the original 151 toys. Mm -hmm. So individual Pokemon figures that are, and I have some top shelf behind your head, Corey. They are, um, and I'll take a picture okay. and upload them yeah. to Discord. Some of those figures sell for $50, $60, and they're only one-inch plastic figures. Nice. <laughs> so... <clears throat> While Nintendo was doing this, they were playing around with other things. They were getting into what they called the Ultra Machine and the Love Tester. And everybody's heard of the Love Tester. Then you grab yeah. the handle. So, Nintendo also made the first light gun. 
which was able to be used with arcade games. It reflected off the uh, the reflective background in the back of the glass of the television, and then that registered as a contact hit based on the pigmentation that it went through mm-hmm. through the polarizer. <clears throat> this later evolved into the NES Zapper. 1972, Nintendo puts out its first video game on the Magnavox Odyssey called Shooting Gallery. This game was later remade for the NES as under the same title, um, and then Hogan as part of Hogan's Alley. It involved you shooting a, shooting a tin can. Hmm. <clears throat> so, the Magnavox Odyssey was so secured the rights to distribute the system. Nintendo secured the rights to secure to sell the Magnavox Odyssey in Japan under the Nintendo title. It was not a Nintendo console; it was still the Magnavox. They start producing more and more games. Then the first Game & Watch comes out. So the first Game & Watch comes out in the early 80s, and it's Nintendo's first game within a console. Now, at this point, they had already designed and produced Donkey Kong, which before Donkey Kong was produced, Nintendo was ready to fold. Donkey Kong was not their first game. There was a game before it called Radar Scope, which was basically like Asteroids, but a lot more flashing lights and a lot noisier the game did not do well in arcades because it was it blared over all the sounds of all the other machines <laughs> so and most, you know <laughs> the epileptic seizure inducing flashing lights and yes. noises so nintendo recalled all these cabinets because of the popularity of donkey kong and reconstituted the cabinets into donkey kong cabinets these are the repainted ones yes I've these, heard about this. Yes, so these are the repainted Donkey Kong cabinets. Now, when Nintendo did this, they didn't remove the radar scope circuit board. They kept it in there. They just, instead of bolting the circuit board to the bottom of the cabinet, they f- screwed it to the front of the cabinet and then disconnected the radar scope and plugged in the Donkey Kong. Yeah, cheaper. You don't have to pay somebody to pull it out. Right. It saved them time and money. So all you did was unplug one wire and plug it into another board. So the repainted cabinets, the reason people will know about these and why the reason they're so popular is because with a simple cord flip, you have the original first Nintendo game that was ever produced under the Nintendo moniker. The radar scope cabinets do exist. Um, at the time, there was a book called um, The History of Nintendo, which is a fantastic book. I have a copy of it. I have read it from cover to cover, and it's a fantastic read. There are radar scopes, and at the time that that book was written, which was in the early 2000, mid-2015 area, somewhere like that, um, a cabinet had recently sold for $2.25 million. Wow. Oh. That's how rare they are and how <clears throat> sought after they are. The, um, I mean, we're talking... Your popular cabinets are your Q-Berts, your Miss Pac-Mans, your Pac-Man glass tables, your original mm-hmm. Donkey Kong. These cabinets can sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, the original Asteroids, I mean, the list goes on. But when you're dealing with million-dollar cabinets, like the Adams Family pinball table, that's a million-dollar pinball table. Wow. And it was mass-produced, but it's commonly regarded as the best pinball table there ever was. <clears throat> so, sorry about the tangent. So... Due to the success of Donkey Kong, Nintendo was getting ready to fold under itself before Donkey Kong was released. 
Shigeru Miyamoto, who recently died in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy who created Donkey Kong. He's the guy who created Mario. He created all the characters. Mario was based off his landlord in Seattle. He is getting ready to fold the company. And then Donkey Kong is released. Donkey Kong is a runaway success. Coleco and Activision, or Coleco and Atari both pay to have the games ported to their systems under their own monikers. So two more versions of Donkey Kong are produced. These two versions of Donkey Kong are both slightly different than the original arcade version. That I know. I've played Donkey Kong on the Atari and on Coleco. And they're, yeah, they're not the same. So, Coleco and Atari, both having their versions of Donkey Kong at this point, are able to produce Donkey Kong in their own rights. So, with that, comes this. Ooh... The little tabletop Donkey Kong. So what's in front of Corey right now, and something I'll put on the Discord at a later point, is the original Donkey Kong Coleco mini cabinet from 1981 by Nintendo by Coleco. How did I die? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) So Nintendo gets it in... Okay. <laughs> so I actually have Donkey Kong clearly for... defective. <laughs> yes, you are. Have Donkey Kong for the Atari also. That's cool. Ooh, dusty. <laughs> well, it sits over there on the shelf all day. <clears throat> so Nintendo, being braver now, having a little bit of money in their coffers, puts out the game <clears throat> and watches I previously mentioned. Major success of four point. Or 43.4 million units sold worldwide between 1980 and 1991. Now, which unit was that? This, this is, is the, the Game & Watch. This okay. featured, like, Juggling Man, hmm. Octopus, um, falling, uh, falling Rocks, stuff like that. It was basically a watch that you... An alarm clock that you would put on your end table and that you'd be able to interact with. We talked a couple weeks ago about Nintendo making all these Mario announcements. One of those announcements is that they are going to be making a um, Game & Watch featuring Mario feature as, jugg- uh, as Juggling Man. So that'll be coming soon. <clears throat> so then in the early 80s, we have what's referred to as the Video Game Implosion. Yes. The video game implosion is when everybody is producing video games. It's the crash of the publishers. You get the uh, not the Atari, not the twenty six hundred, but the the fifty six. Okay. No, the fifty two. Wasn't Commodore fifty six? Wasn't it? It was Commodore sixty four. Sixty four. Yeah. It was Commodore sixty four, Atari fifty two hundred. Um, <clears throat> the Intellivision. The Intellivision. The the. RCA had their system. Magnavox had produced the Odyssey too. Um, Kmart had their own version. Sears had their own version. Radio Shack had their own version. So all these individual retailers are producing video game consoles at this point. So 
every home has a video game console, but no two homes have the same console at this point. At this point, you could walk into various retailers, and amongst all the retailers, there were 26 different video game consoles on the market. Wow. The RCA Odyssey is one of the more sought-after ones nowadays, because it had a very limited library and very advanced graphics for its time. <clears throat> so, I had the 2600. Right, the 2600 was pretty much in everybody's home. It was the like the original real console. It was the attainable console. Are you ready? I Almost. do not have a GPS signal. <clears throat> Coming out the of GPS this, signal was two feet above my head. Coming out of this, Nintendo makes the Fanicom, which is the console that they released in Japan, later to be called the NES here in America. And they do a move that nobody saw coming. They don't put this in the electronics department. They don't sell it next to TVs. They sell it in the toy department. And at the toy times, toy departments were gender identified. You had your male toys and you had your female toys. There wasn't like a baby toy aisle or a toy gender neutral aisle. So Nintendo places their system in the boys' toy aisle. And that's commonly referred to as the reason why all video games are aimed towards boys now is because Nintendo made that choice back in 1984. It worked. Yep. <clears throat> it worked on me anyhow. Like I had the, the uh, grade school savings plan where you got a little envelope each week and by each Wednesday you turned it in with however much money you were putting in your savings and by the time I was just about 11 is when the NES came out. It hit stores in October of 85. I hadn't quite turned 11 yet. And I had just about $85 in my savings plan, which was just enough to go buy an NES. So that savings plan got cashed out, and off I went. My first NES, I was born in 1986. <laughs> My first NES I got in 1994 when I took the shells of three defunctional, uh, non-functioning NESs and with a soldering iron at the age of eight years old, soldered my own NES together. Nice. Yep. <clears throat> From there, everything else is modern history. Nintendo releases the Game Boy, the first largely popular handheld system. Then the Super Nintendo. Then the Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color. The Nintendo 64. The Nintendo GameCube. The Game Boy Advance. The Game Boy Advance SP. The Nintendo DS, when they finally dropped the Game Boy moniker. Uh, the Game Boy Micro was in there, too. It was between the SP, or the DS and the Advance. Is that the one where the, it was smaller and went back to the green and black screen? No. It was still a full-colored screen, but it was only this big. So you couldn't see it? It was a Game Boy Advance. Uh, no, it, it, you were able to play it. The color was absolutely vivid it was a fantastic little handheld but it was more of a niche thing nintendo quietly released it they released it as a you know a, hey we're just doing this because we can type thing it was the more portable version of the game boy it had its own internal battery like the sp did it didn't fold so it didn't have the hardware malfunctions that the sp had from folding on the ribbon cable and <clears throat> It played all the SP and original games without a problem. 
the real winner for that one was they released the original Famicom Anniversary Edition of that Game Boy Advance, and it was gold and red, and that's the one that I have. Because between me and Tammy, SP's, or Game Boy's, Game Boy Advance's, Nintendo DS's, just those handhelds, not counting the Switches, between the two of us, we have over 40 units. Oh, wow. Yeah. We have a couple gray bricks, which are the what we now refer to as the original Game Boy. Um, we've got every generation represented. I have multiple DSs and 3DSs still in their original box, never open. Special wow. edition ones. It's probably a very eclectic thing to do, but, you know, it's something that we both were passionate about, and we got the ones that we wanted. <clears throat> so, coming out of the DS... Then you have the original Wii, which mm-hmm. was wildly success- successful again. It was what they consider the second generation of Nintendo home consoles. Because the Nintendo 64 was very popular, but it was not as popular as the PlayStation 2. Right. Neither was the GameCube. So No, the GameCube... Uh, I was working in retail when GameCube came out, and it it had a reputation of more of a children's game console. It did. So one thing I'll tell you about the GameCube is it was this was the point where the internet was starting to take off, and they were doing things called stress tests on consoles. Mm-hmm. The GameCube survived a ten-story drop and was still playable. Wow. The PlayStation fell to pieces. No, yeah, my my original PlayStation. It wasn't long before yeah I had to turn it upside down for yeah. it to work. My uh my GameCube has been customized as well as my original Wii. My GameCube is was originally a black GameCube, but now it's uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers themed. Oh, nice with the asterisk on the game cover. <laughs> um, but yes, the the GameCube did have a childish air to it, but there was a game released for the GameCube called Geist, which was produced by Nintendo, which was wildly like wildly pumped up, but mm-hmm. then when it hit retail, the sales were pretty much bombed out. The game featured you as a poltergeist being able to take control of spirits, and the game featured you going into a woman's shower while women were showering in that game. Oh, fun. Yeah. So the game was rated M and was produced by Nintendo. So it had one of the more graphic scenes for that generation was on a children's console. Therefore, the game was considered a failure. (laughs) Fantastic multiplayer, though. Because you would run around in an arena and take control of different things and then try killing the person who took control of the other thing. (laughs) Because you can control any... Like, you can control rats, cockroaches, human beings, or inanimate objects. So you'd take, like, control of a turret. So it was actually a pretty good game. I enjoyed it. Yeah, player two would be like, where are you? I'm still in the women's locker room. <laughs> Good luck getting Corey out of there. Um, the, that was funny, though, because in the Japanese version, the women were nude. In the American version, they had a cloud of soap bubbles enveloping <laughs> them. So, off the no Wii, shame. then you start getting into your 3DSs, your 3DS XLs, your new 3DSs. And then the Wii U's release, which is also considered a commercial failure. Oh, yeah. Nobody had it. I do. Actually, My was... nephews do, too, and they were using it as a just like another controller for their Wii. Yeah. 
the Wii U is a significantly better system than the Wii, in my opinion. It had it, it was Nintendo's attempt to get to a more adult audience, and without the Wii U, we wouldn't have the Switch that we do now. Right. Because the Wii U's game controller was a tablet with controllers on the side of it. Hmm. But the problem and the downfall of the Wii U is that it was tethered to the console. So you couldn't take it on the go. But that's that's it. Like that's the history of Nintendo. You start getting into the characters, you've got Mario, you've got Samus from Metroid, Link mm-hmm. from Legend of Zelda, and yes, it's Link. The hero's not Zelda. <laughs> I believe there's one game she is the hero. That was not a Nintendo title. Oh, okay. So in the early nineties, Nintendo well mid nineties, Nintendo was trying to get ahead of the C D thing that PlayStation was putting out. Mm-hmm. So they partnered with Philips and rele- Philips released this console. And on this console, there were two games Mario's Hotel Adventure and uh, The Adventure of Zelda. There you go. Yeah. Both of these games were awful. <laughs> the system was a commercial failure. And it was the only time Nintendo licensed those two characters out. Yeah, I can't imagine what uh, running a hotel would make a great video game well it was one of those hotels that they had early in their career and oh then now that would be a fun game <laughs> <laughs> the real downfall was that console was over 900 dollars. holy smokes the phillips cdx i believe it was called i mean i can drill down into the individual history of all the characters and stuff but i really don't see need to do that because nintendo on its own is such an interesting character you know right because like honestly if it wasn't for nintendo the three of us really wouldn't be here now because as everybody who's regular listeners to this knows the three of us got together from playing pokemon go right and pokemon go even though owned by the pokemon company is partially owned by nintendo and all the main games are put out by nintendo yeah if they would if pokemon would have never came out of just being a card game we wouldn't have been playing it. I, I've never played a card game. Nope, neither have I. Pokemon's original thing was Red and Blue. That was before the cards. Oh, was it? Yep. Oh. Red and Blue was before the cards. So then the card game came out, then the anime came out. Oh, I always assumed the cards were first. Nope. The first thing was Red and Blue. Well, the first thing was actually Red and Green. Green was never released in America. It was reformatted into Blue, which... Blue was then the second generation. The what we got in America, red and blue, were the second generations of Pokemon, because blue was then released as the American version in Japan, and then yellow came out, which was our second generation, and then well, our second wave, because mm. gold and silver were the second generation. And Mewtwo is not under the truck. Mew is not under the truck. <laughs> um. Fun fact, the original Red, Blue, and Yellow, for you guys that have never played them, did not have Shinies. Shinies right. were not introduced to Gold and Silver, so you had nothing to hunt for. Once you collected all 151? Which was near impossible in 1997. <laughs> because the only, you, there, I can tell you which ones they were. You could choose from, you know, uh, Oddish was in Red, and, no, Oddish was in Blue, and Bellsprout was in Red. Growlithe and Vulpix were console exclusives. Um, 
But how did you trade? There was no trading then. There was a link cable. You had to own the link oh. cable. So you had to find somebody that had the other version of the game, find that per, then have a link cable with you at the time, and then trade your Pokemon back and forth. And then if you got all 150 Pokemon and went to a Nintendo registered event, you would then get an official Mew, which could never be transferred to another game. <laughs> wow. Or you could buy Game Brain. Which you would put into your Game Boy and then slide the Pokemon cartridge into the Game Brain and then go, boop, 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 I've got all 151 and they're all level 100 with full stats. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Better living through chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> because red and blue, and, or red, blue, yellow, and then gold, silver, crystal, none of those Pokemon from those two generations could be sent to Generation 3, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. And then nothing from Ruby Sapphire. Oh yeah, Ruby Sapphire Emerald could you could then put in the bottom of a regular DS and put um, Pearl Diamond Platinum in the top, and then port all the Pokemon from the Gold from the Emerald Ruby Sapphire into the Diamond Pearl Platinum. But then you would have to restart your game on Ruby Sapphire Emerald. So. All the Pokemon from Gens 1 and 2 were never ported forward. Well, they also made remade Red and Green at that time as Fire Red and Leaf Green Oh yeah. for the Game Boy Advance, and then they made Heart Gold and Soul Silver for the DS. So, you had those then. Um, Diamond Pearl Sapphire, Diamond Pearl Platinum are the only Pokemon games I've never played the original ones of. Huh. No, I've uh, never played... Any except for, Sword well, and well, let's go was my first, or go was my first. Let's go, the second one, and now Sword and Shield, which you're violently addicted to. Yeah, yeah, I am a shiny hunter. There are worse things to be and addicted raid to. And troll. <laughs> <laughs> you started messing around with your Porygon in that yet? I uh, started leveling up. I got him infected with the virus, and then was leveling him up. Gotcha. Yeah, speaking of leveling up. <laughs> yes, congratulations, Frank. Yes, I hit 100 million XP. Wow. <clears throat> Pat myself on the back, toot my own horn. Ha ha. I mean, what an honor. <laughs> Means absolutely nothing right now, but... It'll mean absolutely nothing when the level cap, level cap goes comes up. out. Yep. But I wanted to hit it before they did that, so... I wish they'd stop pinballing around about the level cap. I wish they would just do it. Do something, yeah. Yeah. By comparison, I am at 38.7 million. That's right around where I'm at. I think about 36. Gee, my ult is at like 52. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my ult is only at 26. <coughs> yeah, so milestone. So that's really all I've got on Nintendo. I mean, it's a company with a fantastic history, and I... I I enjoy it. Like, yeah, some great games came out of those. Um, the original NES. I sat for hours playing stuff like Yars Revenge and Tanks. Uh, Barnstormer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, I e. contributed. <laughs> E.T. So you never played the original NES, Frank? Not once? Nope. Never put that rectangle paddle in your hands? They were called paddles then, not controllers. Yep. And I think that came from like the ColecoVision because they had the yep. the little steering wheel paddle with the two buttons on the sides. 
Yep, the Super NES was the first system to have a controller. Yep, just the history of video games. Frank's falling asleep, so we're going to have to wrap this up soon. Well, no, Frank mowed his lawn today in the afternoon, so he's <laughs> he's a wee Suffering bit tired. stroke. That's right. <laughs> One of these days we're going to get Frank into a console game. We should just sit Frank down in front of, like, Halo and just give him a controller. <laughs> <laughs> Other people have tried. Here, do this. It's like, I have no idea what's happening. Oh, I'm dead. I have no idea what's happening. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see uh, the opening of G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra? Yeah. And Duke and Roadblock are playing whatever it is. Looks like Call of Duty or something. And Duke is just spinning in circles, jumping. <laughs> <laughs> There's one time, and this is a fond story of mine, and hand to God, it's the truth. I was playing a Halo 2 against one of my friends. We used when I lived, in, I was renting my own room. Um, I had two TVs in the room, and he brought his PlayStation over, just kept it hooked up, and we had a little network LAN inside the room. Huh. So we would stay up till two, three o'clock in the morning playing Halo. Get up at seven o'clock in the morning, then go to work. Because hmm. you know we were young and dumb. Yeah. Lived on Doritos and Amp. Doritos and Mountain Dew, yes. <laughs> that was during my energy drink phase of life. So I was literally falling asleep. I was snoring, and apparently I killed him three times with a rocket launcher in Halo 2. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I thought I was going to beat you because you were over there snoring. And I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> and I open my eyes, and I have a victory screen on mine. And he's like, you son of a bitch, you killed me while you were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> But video games are incorporated into my life, and I appreciate the fact that you guys, you know, respected my hobby enough that let me talk for 40 minutes about something that at least one of you doesn't give a damn about. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, you know, I like it. Yeah. It helped me through my childhood, and, you know, I had a shitty childhood that ended on a bad note. No. <laughs> All childhoods end on bad notes. They begin adulthood. <laughs> but that's all I have. If any of you guys want to hear more about Nintendo or ask questions on our Discord, I'd gladly answer. I'm actually a pretty much a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Nintendo stuff. The link to our Discord is in the description below, as always. And Screenshot your high scores. Yeah. One day we'll have to bring this little Nintendo thing to a live event and see if people can get a high score on Donkey Kong for a prize. I used to have a Space Invaders like that. I think I, I did too. Or I had something like that. Maybe a Pac-Man. I used yeah. to have a Pac-Man one like that. But the link to our Discord is in the description below, as always. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We're under Theseus Media. Uh, links to all our shows, fun articles... Uh, we also have up a link to our Turns podcast. We're looking for... Victims. Yeah. I mean, uh... Frank's uh, coolers and ice chests are getting a little empty, so... <laughs> <laughs> but the freezer is full. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you heard Peter going on about Nintendo this week. Corey... Last week going on about cars. Um, 
Hopefully they'll be contributing next week, but you'll probably end up hearing me go on about comics part two. The return of the Spider-Man. Yes, Corey, Corey will be talking about Spider-Man, I'm sure. Not sure what Peter's going to dig out, but I'll be going through some of my long boxes and finding some interesting little gems. I mean, I'll find one comic in particular that I liked. I'll dig through something that you guys have never read and find something. But really, I'll be honest, when we did this last time, I really appreciated seeing all the old comics that you were able to dig up. And you even introduced me and Corey to characters that we had never heard before. And right. I really enjoyed that. And I hope the people that were listening enjoyed that, too. It was a great little piece of history, kind of like we just did today. And I always like, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Witch. Zadiana. Morgan. Oh, Morgan, Morgan. Le Fay? Yeah, Morgan Le Fay. I always like her. So any stories that involve Morgan Le Fay are A number one with me. Cool. Hey, speaking of which, is a WandaVision trailer? Did you like that? I did. I avoided it. Was it worth watching? Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I heard. I read a review on it that it says it's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. You, we still have no idea what to expect from from this show at this point. Does it have an official release date yet? Uh, it's moved to next year, but not nothing official. Okay. I didn't see the trailer itself, but I saw a. Uh promo shot of Vision's Halloween costume. Yes, that was great. <laughs> and it's his the original classic Vision. Vision. His classic yeah. Vision costume, yeah. Someone at Marvel has a sense of humor. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not all zombies and people eating each other. Sometimes there is some humor. Yeah. Before we finally sign off, we're talking about possibly doing a live episode. Is that something that the people that listen want to see or listen to, or even be in the audience for? Partake in. What would you like to see in that live episode? We've got some ideas that I've been bashing around in my head, but we really want to hear from you. That's all I've got this week. Have a good weekend. Bye.